In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, which commemorates the conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the womb of her mother, Saint Anne. Mary's conception is said to be immaculate or without stain because God created her soul free from any trace of original sin. Original sin refers to the disobedience of the first human beings who were called Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis and who ate the fruit from the tree of knowledge which the Lord had forbidden them to do. That primal act of disobedience determined the subsequent condition of humanity a lack of self-control, and a tendency towards selfishness, moral confusion, and disordered desires. Original sin in us, the descendants of Adam and Eve, is not a personal sin, because it is not a wrong which we have deliberately chosen, but rather a weakness with which we are born. However, God did not leave us in our fallen humanity without hope, in a state of sin and despair. He promised that he would send us a redeemer, a Messiah who would rescue us from sin and darkness. And he further promised that this redemption would come by means of a woman, as we also hear in the book of Genesis. The Lord said to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head while you strike at his heel. This passage is known as the Proto-Evangelion, or first gospel, because the church fathers understood it as a prediction of the birth of Jesus from a human mother. For just as our fall came through a woman Eve, the mother of all the living, so would our salvation come through a woman who would be the mother of our Redeemer. That woman, of course, was Mary, who was chosen in the fullness of time to accomplish God's plan of salvation. Mary, by a special grace, and in order to make her a worthy mother for the Son of God and Savior of the world, was preserved from the weakness of original sin. And thus she is the perfect exemplar of that purity and love and trust, which God had intended in the beginning for all human beings and to which Christ has restored us. And so we honor Mary in a special way, even above the other saints, as the mother of our Redeemer, and also as our mother, the mother of the Church. We can also pray to Mary to ask her intercession with her son Jesus for ourselves and for our intentions. When we pray to Mary, we can be confident that she always hears us and that God always hears her because of her special relationship with God. She is the daughter of God the Father, the mother of God the Son, and the spouse of God the Holy Spirit. Devotion to Mary is one of the hallmarks of the Orthodox and Catholic faith, and that devotion should inspire us not only to pray, but also to put our prayers and faith into action. For the measure of Mary's grace was not simply in becoming the mother of God, but in her obedience to the will of God. I am the handmaid of the Lord, she told the angel. Be it done to me according to thy word. Like Mary, we too have been chosen by God to be instruments in his plan of salvation. We were not immaculately conceived as Mary was, but through our baptism, we have been cleansed of original sin and restored to grace in Christ. And therefore, as St. Paul tells us in his letter to the Ephesians, in him we also were chosen, destined in accord with the purpose of the one 
who accomplishes all things so that we might exist for the praise of his glory. So we too, if we hope to have a share in the grace and glory of Almighty God and in the peace and justice of his kingdom, must make our response to God's call in our lives as Mary did. Be it done to me according to thy word. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.